Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to this episode of the Higher Ed Geek Podcast, episode number six with Megan Elvram. Um, really fun conversation uh, with somebody who I've followed online for uh, quite a while and really get into kind of a deep dive about um, kind of creative endeavors and how they change and evolve over time and um, just how uh, Megan's been able to kind of um, share her personal story through her blog. Um, so definitely go check her out and all the stuff we talk about in the show notes um, as per usual. And uh, after this quick word from our sponsor, uh, this will be episode number six with Megan Elvram. It's an honor to have our good friends at Swiftcake be a sponsor of the podcast because I've seen their work firsthand and it's truly unlike any student leadership training I've experienced. They've been voted best student leadership program unprecedented five times, so you know they must be doing something right. As a bonus for our listeners, SwiftKick is giving a $500 discount off their normal speaking fee if you mention Higher Ed Geek when you contact them. I highly recommend their trainings for your campus as your students will be talking about it for months afterwards. It's really great stuff. Check them out, SwiftKickHQ.com to learn more and let them know I sent you. Now, back to the show. A lot more recently, uh, since you're living in Denver now, to say I'm very envious mm-hmm. of all the cool like photos and things that you're uh, doing there because we have um, one of our offices in Denver. So like I've started just to see oh, like cool. yeah like keep like I keep hearing and seeing things from just like colleagues uh, that work out there, people that visit and come back and talk about it and everything. Um, but yeah, then like I, I see like you on the regular also posting about it. I'm just like it just seems so cool out there. I've got to at least just yeah, like visit just to see our totally other office have and to come yeah. Visit. Yeah. Maybe wait until uh, after winter's over, come during the summer. But yeah, it's really great here. Yeah. Well, because it seems like. And it's not just Denver, yeah. too. Yeah. Like, you can go. I love living in the city, but there's also the mountains that you can go to that's like an hour away if you wanted to go. Um, so it's it's really versatile here. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, the impression I get about it is like, because uh, I lived in Maine for two years and like, I mean, I think mean, climate, <gasps> oh yeah, like climate probably kind of similar, but also just like, yeah, you'll have like so much natural beauty just like right at your fingertips or like within a, you know, decent oh my little, little trip away. It is stuff. so yeah. amazing. Yeah. On Sunday, my boyfriend was like, come outside and look at the sunset. And the sunset, it looked like the sky was on fire. Yeah. It was insane sunset. I totally Instagrammed that too. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think that was part. I think I, I saw that sunset many times, which is just another thing where I was just like, geez, man, like it's just like. Yeah, it's insane. Uh, like yeah. all I wanted to do was just stand out there and stare at it until it was gone. It was amazing. Yeah. I don't yeah, feel like I've ever seen anything like that since I moved here. Yeah. Um, well, I guess I'm curious. I mean, it's probably a, you know, it's a detail. It's sort of a fold of your. Uh, journey in your story which we'll get to but um i guess like how did you find denver like did you visit and you kind of like fell in love with it or just like was there like a a, a certain pool that kind of drew you there yeah so i've been coming out here my whole life my parents live in colorado springs which oh, is okay. just an hour south of denver and then my best friend lives here in denver and has a company here in denver and so December of 2015, I was like, hey, let me come out and, and see if I like it, try and make a little life change and live on my own for the first time. And so I came out and stayed with my best friend for the month of December and she talked me into it and I just so happened to meet my boyfriend like maybe three or four days after I got here. And so that was kind of a new thing too. And then my my 
family's also here, but my best friend was just introducing me to her career and the Denver that she loves and all of her friends. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to give it a try. And then I got here in January of 2016 and like literally the biggest snowstorm ever happened. And I was just like, why did I move here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From yeah. Los Angeles. So it was a little bit of a weather shock for me that, that first year I felt was really snowy. But this last year, uh, not too bad. Yeah. yeah. Same thing happened in Maine when I uh, moved up to like the, <laughs> yeah, the awful snowstorm that hit the whole northeast. Even but, worse, yeah. probably. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because like it was the placement of where I was just happened to like just really get like walloped with snow. And I, I mean, they, they knew how to handle it there. So it wasn't like hugely yeah. disruptive. But just in terms of just like, yeah, well, like we're, we're witnessing history. Like this is just a lot of snow. And yeah, I mean, like yeah. Boston got a lot of it and just like there's like nowhere to nowhere to put it. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it just like with the, <laughs> uh, uh, like with Denver, I just I think, yeah, it sounds like it's it's just it's got enough of everything and it's not, not too big, not too small. And just like the vibe, like I can imagine it was just like a really great community just to kind of like reset and like kind of relax and just be able to like take it slow or take it as quick as you want to kind of thing because i'm sure there's certainly people there that are like you know super involved in like kind of doing that like he's like you know in the, in the uh, greater dc area like people just always are talking about like just networking all the time and that's just like the the posh, <laughs> the posh thing to do you know and just always like going out yeah. for happy hours and just like always kind of doing something it definitely has that kind of city vibe like you know i imagine like la or you know new york kind of has that you know always going there's always something going on and just like you know uh, oh for sure there is always something going on i'm lucky i live in a really cool up-and-coming neighborhood that has all this street art and they're building new restaurants and bars and and venues constantly so really like a mile and a half away from this really cool area that i i enjoy great food everywhere here in denver too and i'm just lucky i already had friends here so i didn't have to search for too many friends but i I have been introduced for, to a bunch of cool, cool ladies here. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, that, is, like I said, it is a, a detail of your, uh, your journey that I'm personally interested mm -hmm. in. So, um, uh, but yeah, I mean, you obviously got to be there, uh, through a series of like, you know, decisions and stuff like that. So I'm just very curious mm -hmm. to hear kind of like who you are and what your professional journey has been. And, um, you know, like I said, I, I've been a, a fan of Nerdy Girly for uh, a couple of years now. So I'm, I'm very interested to hear kind of just, oh, thanks. Yeah, uh, like what that has been like in terms of like, because I think my impression, at least, I guess, is it's been kind of a creative pursuit that's always just been, right. You know, it's been a part of your life for a while and just like, yeah, mm -hmm. I feel like there's so obviously like a lot that's gone into that for you personally. Um, but yeah, I guess just the cliff notes version of kind of your professional journey. How did you get to be, where you are today and just uh yeah we'll get into obviously some some other stuff but yeah just what, what has that journey been like for you okay so i feel like my life kind of started when i got a divorce and i just finally felt like i was i realized who i was and who i wanted to be and so i took that leap to move to denver to live on my own for the first time to have my own career for the first time full-time job for the first time all the adulting struggles that there are learned every, learned it all it was rough at first first year or so but I mean I was really more happy now and I actually wrote a blog post about this yesterday mm -hmm. about how I'm just I feel like I look back and I was happy but I'm even more 
happy now, especially with what I'm doing and pushing myself mentally, physically, in my career, in my friendships, in my relationships. And I just feel like I'm a totally different person and I'm the person that I was supposed to be. Mm. Yeah. Hey, I can imagine, I guess I'll have to, I'll read that post and link to it. Like, um, yeah, like that idea that you can like, it, it could be a lot of, you know, it could be a job. It could be, you know, even just like a bad friendship or something and especially like a, mm-hmm. a marriage or something like that or a family member. But um, yeah, feeling like you can exist and you can be happy, but you're always carrying mm-hmm. around this like, you know, you know, this baggage that's going to weigh you down. If it's like you sort of are able to like take it off, it's like, oh, wow, I can like move more freely and just be, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, yeah, even that much more uh kind of free to do what you want and happy and all that. So, yeah, I think that's something that I respect about you a lot is that, um, yeah, just in the, in the, you know, by the happenstance of it and the time that I've been sort of uh, uh, kind of following your pursuits, a lot of that kind of personal exploration and growth has happened amidst mm-hmm. all the other kind of typical stuff that you you do kind of in the in the geeky realm. Um, so I guess, yeah, like what, what has that journey been like for, you know, from the inception of kind of your your geeky brand and you know that's been something that's seen you through all these different things I guess like talk about that journey a little bit and you know what you enjoy most about it yeah so I started because I went to my very first San Diego comic-con and I was like wow love this place amazing these are my people and so I went home and I just I really wanted to explore more about comic-con and find other people who had the same interests as me. I had just moved to San Diego, so it was a way for me to connect with other nerd girls in San Diego and just just diving into that nerdy world. And then since then, it's just it's evolved a lot, I think. I've moved away from the nerdy stuff. There's still stuff that I'm nerdy about, but I feel like my blog now is more therapeutic than nerdy, but I really appreciate people still sticking with me from from the beginning and just giving me support and uh, virtual high fives and hugs and and comments and everything and so I just I've grown as a person and I still like the nerdy stuff I'm writing I'm writing an article about psych because that's coming back mm-hmm. in December and I and I just wrote about my favorite Futurama episodes Futurama Futurama is always going to be a huge part of of me and my journey and. Yeah, did that answer the question? Yeah, because I, so. yeah, I think <laughs> I just start. I just start rambling, <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, where did I? Where was I going? No, I yeah, because um, <laughs> yeah, I think it, it kind of gets to like my my next question of like what you geek out about and like what you know have you been into it all you know for a long time? But yeah, because I think for me even yeah, it's similar at times where it's not you know with the writing or different things that I do like. <laughs> Because I guess it's also like a real like. There's enough people doing like hot takes on whatever TV show or like you know like yeah. doing all that. So it was like okay, like that's that's fine. But yeah, like a lot of the writing I do now is like um, it, it it is kind of just like life oriented with a geeky angle. Like you said, it's like mm-hmm. you you geek out about you know certain TV shows and stuff like that, and um, you know it's always going to be part of who you are. Like there's interest that you have, but it's like that's not exclusively what you are and yeah. it you know all kind of flows together of your um you know who you are and your journey and like the decisions that you make and like the connections that you make and all those sort of things so i think yeah like you have 
yeah, like that outlet for it to be therapy, like that's, mm-hmm. you know, what you enjoy most about it. Like that's what it gives you even now, even though it's like something <laughs> much different than like the inception of it, you know, was mm-hmm. something, you know, totally different. So it's very, very interesting. So I think for some people who, you know, do any number of things, it's like if, if it was one thing and it changes from that, it feels like it's like a, a disservice to your portraying, you know, like the original idea, but we grow and we learn and we evolve over time. So it's okay to um, be like, Oh, I'm not like, I'm not into that thing anymore. Or I don't want, I don't want to write about that anymore. Or, you know, like that's okay. Cause yeah, like you, you've been through so much and for anything that anybody writes about, it's like writing about it makes you think about it in a different way. And also like, you know, cause you could even just journal for yourself, but then like writing for someone else to read it, you have to like capture your feelings and thoughts in a way that like, you know, makes sense to other people, you know, so like, I know for me, yeah, like it helps me so much just to, Yeah, I definitely try yeah. and make it a little relatable. I, I hope that it's relatable to other people. And I hope that putting myself out there and kind of using it as therapy can also uh, help me connect with other people as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And I mean, and I think it's also like in the idea of um, like sort of the spirit of this is like, I hope that uh, when I ask people, this is sort of leading to my next question, like, what do you geek out about currently? It doesn't just have to be video games, comic books, TV shows, movies, and all that. Like, there's so much yeah. that we can just be enthusiastic about that can have positive contributions to our life. So, um, you know, you kind of, I think, getting more into that of just like, this is my life, and these are the things that I'm like doing, and, you know, um, yeah, my life is what I'm excited yeah. about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you, if you want to like talk more about that, like, cause I think, yeah, you're just, you know, really pursuing your own personal growth. So I guess like talk through like, you know, uh, that journey and you know, what positive contributions it's giving you kind of just like geeking out yeah, about your own life. Yeah, I am geeking out about my own life, but I'm also geeking out about Futurama is back on Hulu, and I've literally been marathoning that since it came back on a couple days ago, and it's just giving me all the feels, because I've watched it basically since its inception, and so I feel like that's kind of been like a little security blanket for me, and they're like my friends (laughs) in a way, and I was like, I miss my friends, and now my (laughs) friends are back. <clears throat> and so, yeah, and then I've, been, I've just been focusing a lot on my own blog uh, photography and trying to work with brands and honing my photography skills and trying to make my blog just look a little bit more professional. So I'm really excited about about doing that and even just sharing, like, things that I find. Like, I have this clutch subscription. My clutch just came in, so I'm super excited about that. And I took a couple pictures of that, and I'm planning out how I want to incorporate that into pictures and the blog posts that I'm writing. The clutch is like a little sprinkled clutch, and so I want to write about celebrating life daily because I know we all kind of get down on ourselves. I know Monday I was feeling a little bit wah-wah about my life. <laughs> and so I shut up, write this post. These are the things that you're excited about. So... So just live your life and be excited about your life. And so I'm really trying to focus on that. And then I got back into running and I'm going to, I just did my very first 5k and I signed up for my second 5k. So I'm really really excited about pushing myself physically for that and trying to improve on my next one. So yeah, it's more life stuff that I'm really geeking out about because I'm really, I feel like 
before I was kind of escaping into the the things that I was geeking out about before, like music and TV, and that was kind of like an escape for me. And so now I'm like, I really am happy with my life. And so that's what I'm excited about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think uh, it's weird. Like, yeah, where I'm at right now is that like, because I think there's certainly like, um, we are awash in so much content. And I think it's, uh, you know, far surpassed peak TV at this point. So like, uh, mm-hmm. there's, there's like so much stuff coming out and there's like good stuff everywhere, but it's like no single human being can or should really, I guess, uh, maybe they can, but maybe they shouldn't uh, watch <laughs> all of it. Uh, but yeah. yeah, like retreating, maybe not retreating is the best, it's not the best word, but like, cause I think I like how you framed it of like, like, uh, reconnecting with an old friend sort of thing of that. Like I, um, lately I'm just like rewatching old shows that are just like, now you know modern classics or like just really quality television you know where like me too yeah like i I just don't feel like i want to commit to a new show i'm just like uh, like i don't know like you know wait for like the first season to like get over and i'll be like let's see how it goes oh my gosh right thank god for netflix and putting up their whole season at one time so you don't have to wait because i i found breaking bad on netflix when it was going into the end of its last season and so luckily I could just blow through everything and then not have to, to wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's really nice. Waiting like week to week can certainly impact uh, the enjoyment of a show. But yeah, it's just like, it's yeah. an interesting thing that yeah, lately I've just like, like, I just want the comfort of like, yeah, like familiar shows, like, you know, characters that I really connect with and those mm-hmm. sort of things more so than uh, uh, getting new stories. Cause like sometimes it's just like, yeah, you made a new TV show, but it's like nothing new. It's nothing original. And there's, certain things out there that are really yeah. fresh and really unique and just like, you know, uh, genuinely someone's creative vision versus just like this content factory, of, you know, just trying to make another procedural cop drama or something. And I'm like, I'm, <laughs> I'm all set on those, but like, cause oh, yeah, yeah, right. um, cause yeah, like something like master of none on Netflix is like very much, you know, Aziz Ansari's like unique vision. Like that's his thing. And he, you know, is doing what he wants and, you know, there'll maybe be another season, but not right away. And it's like, that's great. Yeah. Like he should make more of yeah, it when he so feels on like my it. List. I really want to watch that. My friends only have great things to say about that. Everybody says it's amazing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like that for me is a very good example that it, cause yeah, a lot of people have seen it. A lot of people enjoy it. Like it's just a very well done vision of a person. It's not like made by committee and like, you know, mm-hmm. there's not been, you know, studio notes to, you know, to the umpteenth degree where it's just like it's not even a thing that the person who like you know thought of the idea it's so far removed from it um so it's like it's cool just seeing something that feels very pure and fresh and original and then like so like those are the things Mm -hmm. if it's a new show that i'll pursue but then otherwise it's like yeah just the comfort of things it's interesting way because i think Mm -hmm. there's that idea of like the things that you geek out about that you've been into for a long time or um yeah if something's on and ongoing example for me that i think of and it seems like uh the internet as the uh collective um (laughs) is sort of like over like walking dead like that's just gonna probably be on for perpetuity and it's like oh my gosh yeah i i caught i'm caught up but i don't have cable so i can't see the new stuff that's happening but yeah i mean the the season premiere with negan and all that that was like oh god it kind of like scarred me a little bit and Mm. i was traumatized after i watched that but then it just skips into like okay all right back to the zombies and now instead of fighting zombies we're fighting negan so i mean i'm still watching it i'm hanging in there a little bit (laughs) 
Yeah, because I think yeah, there's like almost like it different wasn't what tiers. It was in the beginning. Yeah, like it, 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 there's different tiers of like <laughs> I'm keeping up with it, but I'm not rushing to see the episodes live on air or week to week, and then like exactly, you know. But yeah, cause I think I don't, I don't know if it's something that you wrote. I feel like I've, I've seen it somewhere in the recent past about like. Uh, uh, breaking up with TV shows that you were into, because like, oh, you know yeah. we get like emotionally invested. In them, I'm like, getting really you know. hard to break up with The Walking Dead. I'm I'm holding on. I'm holding <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, like they would have to do something, long, you know, yeah, like something awful <laughs> or something. But like, yeah, the idea that like there's like sunken cost theory with a TV show and stuff like that, because I think that is a very small uh, sort of uh, spiritual sibling to the far more, you know like the journey that you've been on of just like, you know, some people will stay in a thing that it's like, well, you know, like it's enjoyable enough, but it's not really like giving me everything mm -hmm. that I'm looking for. It's like, you know, we can make those decisions every day in our life with like, you know, small things. And it's important to kind of be cognizant of that even on a, on a larger level um, of just like not sticking around in something just because you've been doing it for a while. Um, mm, Cause like, you you're know. smart. I but, like that. <laughs> uh, I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I, I respect you for like on a, on a very large scale doing something like that. And I think th there's certainly a, an applicable lesson there. Like I said, even for just like um, yeah. spending an hour of my week every week on this show and I don't even enjoy it anymore. It's just like, yeah, break up with it. It's okay. Like you don't have to like, you know, you don't it's have to true. do it. It's you true. Know? It's totally okay. Yeah, if you can do uh, it in real life, you can do it in pop culture life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, very interesting. So yeah, we're kind of getting into deep dive with, uh, you know, really deep, deep here. emotional, spiritual connections with uh, you know, <laughs> geeky stuff. But um, so yeah, I find it really interesting that you know you're you're focusing a lot of your energy on your own life. So you know, in that you know you're revisiting like old shows and just you know um, doing things for your own your own wellness and kind of broadening your horizons. Like, is there anything kind of within that that you're like you know, are you uh, doing a lot more uh, reading of like books that are helpful? Are you, you know, listening to podcasts or doing anything like that? And any other kind of like kind of resources that have been um, beneficial for you in this in this journey that you are on? I've been listening since the since election day happened. I've been listening to NPR every mm -hmm. single day. And now I'm like really addicted to that. And now I don't even have to know what they're talking about. I just like certain people's voices and find that really soothing during my day and my driving. And then on the way home today, like I do a lot of work with children. And so I have to be loud and like out there and crazy. And so I'll listen to the classical music on the way home. And that just mm -hmm. helps me zen out a little bit. And NPR has a bunch of different podcasts that I listen to. How I built this, I find really inspirational. They talk to creators of like uh, brands, like I listen to Southwest Airlines or Kate Spade or the Dry Bar. How they how they developed all of that and got it to where it's at. So I find that really inspirational in my my life and my career. <clears throat> and. Yeah, just be, now I'm like really want to be caught up with the news and what's going on in the world, and I really care about that. So yeah. just bringing that into my life now has been really positive. Yeah, because I uh... even if it's not always positive <laughs> news. <laughs> no, I mean yeah, and that's the idea. I, I just think, like uh... knowing what's happening now. Right. I'm like, oh, okay, uh... that's a little scary. Yeah, because right. I think there were like, um, and certainly it, there was privileged people who you know 
um, didn't have to be aware of what was going on because it wasn't necessarily impacting them. And I think mm-hmm. that certainly may still be the case. But uh, yeah, especially now, that's where like, if you kind of get all like, <laughs> for a geeky reference, to kind of get like wibbly wobbly with it um, in terms of like how you're going to twist and turn <laughs> to get to it, where it's like, you know what, if we're in this like just weird kind of moment and the positive result of it is people being way more informed and connected and uh, outspoken. Active. Yeah, and outspoken. Mm-hmm. Like, because, yeah, I think there there's, a, this is me purely, you know, pure conjecture here, but, um, you know, things have been relatively good since, like, you know, late 80s into the 90s. We were kind of just like, you know, as a country, I think, like, coasting and, like, people could just, I don't know, just kind of exist and you just didn't need to be mm-hmm. as like engaged or as active, you know, um, in politics, you know, locally and, and state level and, you know, nationally and everything. But it's like now there's so many things that are just like chaotic and you don't know what's going to happen. And it like really impacts a lot of people. So now it's like by necessity, people mm-hmm. are feeling like they need to be connected. So yeah, like that's exactly what I've been doing more so now to where like last time I feel like I was anywhere close to being as engaged as I am now was like the 2008 election. No, I've because... never listened to the news. Like <laughs> yeah, you said, I feel like it's a necessity yeah, now. I have yeah. to know what's happening. Yeah. Cause like, yeah, like 2008 was the first presidential election I could vote in. So I just was like really excited and engaged in that moment. But then, you know, I sort of just was like monitoring and now it's like, yeah, we're in a very, uh, very different moment. But, you know, I have, um, the NPR one app on my phone. Like that's how I listen to it. Yeah. They always talk about it. Uh, I listen to uh, the morning one Mm -hmm. um, first (laughs) and they're like, download the NPR one app. I'm like, I probably should do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a great tool, especially like if people, I think for people who may not drive in a car for their commute, if you're, you know, if you have your phone with you, you can stream the, you know, hourly broadcast, like the newscast and then, all their stories that they do and then they'll integrate like podcasts into it as well. So I feel like I, because like podcasts come up a lot because I like podcasts. We're on a podcast. Um, but, uh, uh, meta, uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, like I always, you know, I can't speak well enough of like NPR one cause it's just such an easy way to help consume, uh, you know, all the great content that is coming out of, uh, your local public radio station. Um, all right. I'm going to download that because I listen to CPR, which is Colorado Public Radio, in, in my car while I'm driving. But I also have just like uh, NPR, just podcasts that I listen to. But if I get the one app, then I can listen to to even more of the, the more national news, which I like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you set like your local station. So they integrate those stories, but then they do all the, the national stuff as well. So um yeah, it's good stuff. But yeah, I mean, that's. Like, I feel so uh, nerdy. I feel like actually nerdy. <laughs> right. Yeah. I love it so much. I'm super addicted to it. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's the designation of like, you know, geek, nerd, dork, whatever. It's just like, yeah, like, I don't know. If, this feels nerdy. And then like my TV shows, I kind of feel geeky about. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, that's good stuff. And I think, um, yeah, I feel like, because like, for me, yeah, I try to keep a healthy diet of, of podcasts and then like, try to read at least like one good book a month of just like kind of uh, I'm trying so hard yeah. with the reading, but I get um, sleepy because yeah. I'll get up at the end of the day and I'll be like one page and I'm done. Yep. Yep. That's my problem too. Or I just get like kind of like distracted or something. So it's like try to read at least one chapter, um, you know, most nights, but, uh, yeah, that's kind of, because I just did it. Yeah. I definitely review, need but... to be better about that. I just got obsessed with Stephen King mm-hmm. and cause 
I heard it on NPR podcast. They were talking about don't go see the the tower, the mm-hmm. tower movies mm-hmm. that came out. They're like, don't go see that. Read or watch all these other things. And they mentioned one um, book, Nova, one of his novellas in particular. And no, I'm blanking on the name, but I have my book right here. And it's called The Long Walk. Mm-hmm. And I read that super quick. I read that in like five days. And that was really one of the fastest things that I read. And so then that's when he was writing a Stephen Bachman, if I'm saying that correctly. Mm-hmm. Is it yeah, so it, and then now I have this uh, collection of, of his Bachman novellas. And, and so these are, these are really great. And it's a great, I think it's a great introduction to Stephen King because they're, they're short. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to read the second one called The Running Man mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. But th- these are great. So that's what, that's what I'm really nerding out on now. Cause I actually, I went and saw it too. I'm not a big horror fan. I'm interested in it, but I'm also very terrified by it. And so I, my boyfriend took me to go see it and I was so scared. I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm gonna have to sleep with the lights on for like a couple of days after this movie, but it was a really good story and I didn't feel like it was actually horrifying. I just thought it was a really great story. So I, wasn't scared i was good so now we rented stand by me watch stand by me that was a really good story and so now i'm super obsessed with him yeah yeah i think it's just, it's just wild that like, he's such a prolific writer like there's so many things that are just like oh yeah that was stephen king yeah that's stephen king too yeah, yeah that's him too. and, right? like, oh, and then netflix just showed me something the other day oh we have a new movie and it's by stephen king and i'm like oh my gosh he's everywhere now mm-hmm. i mean i'm sure he was everywhere before i'm just now noticing yeah, yeah, my under- but yeah, he's, he's been around forever. Yeah. yeah, he's been around forever, and I think you know the stories that he writes for whatever reason just seem to be ripe for television and movie adaptations. And like, it's mm-hmm. it's like, all right, well, um, yeah, it's like whatever format you want, you can like, you know, because uh, yeah, like it. Yeah, I would love them like, the to TV make this one I just and, like, read into a movie. movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh, it's amazing. Yeah, um, cool. Well, um, yeah, I mean, and you alluded to like. Uh, with your running, you like you have uh, I think some races coming up. Um, so ending on a positive note, you know you're doing a, you're doing a lot, uh, you know improving your life and doing all those sort of things. What are things that you're looking forward to in, in your job, in your life, in the world? Um, things that you're just looking forward to, whether it's you know next month, months from now, next year, anything that's just coming up that you are uh, excited about. I'm really excited about doing some traveling next year. My best friend is getting married in Florence, Italy. And so I've just Excel spreadsheeted my whole itinerary for that, which is in June of next year. But I'm like a really big OCD planner. So we are going to fly into Paris and be in Paris for a couple days and then take a train to Florence, be in Florence for the wedding and then I wanted to go to Pisa because that's really close to Florence. It's about an hour away. And then fly out of Milan because that's the cheapest Italian airport to fly out of that I found. And on the way home, the Milan uh, flight has a layover for 18 hours in Iceland. Mm. And so I'm really stoked on that too. I'm not 
totally set on Pisa. I've had people be like, oh, you should go to Venice or you should be go to this little town or whatever. So, I mean, that's all maneuverable. I don't really care. I'm just excited to be in Italy and eat all of the food and drink all of the wine. And uh, so I'm really excited about, about that trip. I'm really focused on that, even though it's not until June. But hopefully doing a little bit more Colorado exploring and then I really want to go to San Diego and visit my brother. And then also, I think we're, we're going to go to Florida for Christmas, too. So I'm just really excited to get out and explore my world. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's all good stuff. And uh, yeah, and it's getting like, you know, uh, kind of maximizing the trip. Like if you're going to go out, you know, for, for a wedding in Europe, it's like, well, yeah, like plan it out. Make yeah. sure you're like making the most of the time. Um, oh, for sure. And depending on my money situation at that time, we can extend it a little bit. I mean, I have a lot of time to save up for it. And so I'm just purchasing a little bit here and there. So yeah. I'm hoping maybe we can extend it a little bit once we get closer. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, well, but the more time I can spend in Italy, the better. <laughs> yeah, that's like good on you for, uh, yeah, like thinking ahead because, yeah, it's like you can you know, do it, you know, save, you know, no, like, yeah, like budget and like kind of plan for that versus like being like, Ooh, that's how much of that cost to like, uh, you know, um, mm -hmm. and, uh, I'm like, I know it's going to be expensive. So I, I have a ballpark range of how much I need to save and, and buy every paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, that sounds great. And it's all, uh, all good stuff coming up there. And, um, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll link out as we always do here to uh, all the stuff that we mentioned. But um, yeah, it was really great talking to you. Again, it's just funny for me because I, you know, uh, just been a fan of yours for a while and just uh, really appreciate the opportunity to kind of get to know you a little bit better and kind of hear your story. And um, yeah, I look forward to uh, seeing what's next for you and everything that you share from uh, cool stuff in Denver and all the trips and whatnot. But uh yeah, then let yeah. me if you guys come out and visit. Yeah. And then we can meet in real life. Hey, yeah, I'm all about that. So uh, <laughs> I think there's so many people. Well, that your don't... job, you need a Denver trip. You're like, right. oh, there's something I'm, There's something they need me for in Denver, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, right? yeah there's so many people that I've like, connected <laughs> with online and like slowly but surely I'll like uh, meet them in person. So um, yeah, yeah, I definitely am. Uh, it's kind of on the docket. Just have to uh, kind of nail down a date. And yeah, it would probably make sense. Yeah, to like think ahead for uh for the summer or something so um cool denver well, comic-con uh, hey all right <laughs> that's uh, a good reason as any uh, um great well uh yeah again i appreciate your time i appreciate you uh sharing all that you did and uh, uh yeah I yes will, uh, thank you for having me it was so great to talk to you i'm i'm such a people person and at the end of the day i'm usually kind of like meh but whenever i get to talk to somebody new it's just it's always invigorating for me yeah, yeah, it's good stuff, and uh, yeah, we uh, I'll let you know when the uh, the episode goes out and everything. But um, yes, of course, yeah. I'm excited. Um, yeah, I thanks. usually don't like to listen to it again, but I will tell everybody else to listen to it because I don't want to listen to my voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, trust me, you did great. You have, good, nice, you, know? you have a nice yeah. radio voice. I have this like shrill. No, no. <laughs> don't listen to this. You're gonna go back in the beginning. Don't listen to this podcast too loud because Megan gets really excited. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, no, and I think so, yeah, because I'll listen to things at like one and a half speed so like something and then like when i listen to it at normal speed i'm like wow their voice sounds so weird it's like oh because I, I always listen to everything at like one and a half speed so i'm sure like i probably sound weird at like you know if people listen to podcasts really quickly because it's like for me like i only have so much time 
uh, you listen to it faster i listen to I it i didn't know you half, could even do that yep, yeah i listen to most podcasts at like one and a half speed so oh um, my gosh yeah. new trick yep so yeah if you're crunched on time and you have a lot of podcasts you want to listen to do it one and a half speed yeah i am sometimes like when you're driving and you're like oh i only have this amount of time to listen to it all right pro tip yep. that's smart <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. A friend of that I, uh, I worked with uh, years ago kind of turned me on to that, and uh, never looked back. So, um, <laughs> I love uh, it. Yeah, cool. Well, uh, yeah, just have a good rest of your night, and uh, yeah, I'll probably talk to you again soon. Thank you, Dustin. It was nice to talk to you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe so you'll never miss an episode. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode of the Higher Ed Geek Podcast. <laughs>